this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chairman of the, of the Town Council of the Town of Clinton, Chris Anaskovich. Chris, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Good, buddy. Good, buddy. Good, good to see you. It's been a while. It has been. It has been. What's new? Well, a lot, right? All right. Every time we go another week, we got more new stuff. So I know, I know. Always changing. So I know. it's uh, it's been good. It's been uh, it's been busy. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. So um, you know, we we obviously in the midst of our uh, budget season. Yeah. So for the last month and a half, that's kind of what we've been dealing with. So uh, we did budget workshops uh, where we invited in all the department heads and everybody in town came in and spoke to us about their budgets. Mm -hmm. um, town manager presented those budgets to the town council. Uh, then we had the budget workshops. Where we were able to ask questions from, you know, department heads if anybody had any specific questions for any of the, um, you know, any of the departments within town. Right. Um, that went well. I think it went really well. Um, town budget is, you know, pretty much flat again, which, you know, two years in a row, keeping it as uh, minimal as we can. Obviously, we were zero last year. Um, obviously, the pandemic and COVID had a lot to do with that last year. Right. Um, you know, this year there will be, you know, some numbers and some places where things may increase a little. Uh, ultimately, our, our mill rate is probably going to drop uh, this time around. Mm -hmm. uh, the town budget, I think, is, is really tight uh, as presented, as is the Board of Education. I think the Board of Education did a great job, you know, once again, preparing their budget and bringing it forth, knowing kind of what we were facing again, because um, as with what it was last year, we're all in the same place. Like, nothing much has changed. Um, this Wednesday um, in the evening, we'll have our budget hearing. And that'll be a Zoom uh, remote call, which isn't the greatest, but you know, at least we're we're going to be able to get that out to the people, and they'll be able to, you know, speak and, and give us their opinions on what they think about the budget. Uh, last year, that process I think went well. Uh, mm -hmm. That process was uh, very positive. Uh, the feedback that we got from the members of the town were very positive. Um, so hopefully, we'll have the same this year. Now, are we in a we we doing reval this year? Oh, thank you, Peter. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> We, we are in the midst of all this, we're in reval. Um, yeah, and it's hard and you know, and, and cause you know, you do a great job with controlling the budget, controlling the spending and, and you know, making uh, adjustments where you can. And ultimately the revals have a big, very big impact. I mean, Absolutely. the good and bad values are going up. Um, you know, people, which most people, yeah, your house rich, but you know, unfortunately, if you sell your house, you're gonna be into the same market when you're out there buying one. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, the revals are difficult it, and it's, you know, it's every five years, unfortunately, you know, we're facing one this year. Um, there was probably over 300 people that went directly to vision appraisals to mm -hmm. dispute uh, the number, which uh, helps us on, on our side. Uh, the Board Assessment of Appeals uh, heard well over 100 um, people that came forth to, again, appeal, uh, you know, uh, the decisions that they were given. So, right. you know, that's going to have an impact on the budget overall once all that's said and done. And that's sort of the... The difficult part of all that because that's all after we have a budget set right. so you know the budget presented we have a budget in place knowing that there might be some unknowns out there as it relates to the reval and what might impact that negatively because you know i mean again if it's if it's a cut uh, in value then it's going to reduce the you know the bottom line so you know hopefully you know everything went well everything you know knock on wood you know um you know we we know what where we are we know that we're still in that same you know, COVID issue, pandemic situation where people are still struggling. Obviously, they're getting, you know, checks from the federal government, you know, so they all see the bigger picture is, you know, families still are are struggling out there. And, and in Clinton, we have, you know, um, a big population, unfortunately, that, that do, um, you know, that have to, you know, get some food from the food bank. Every Wednesday, you can see the cars lining up. So, we, you know, we have to think about that 
you know, when you're making these decisions as it relates to the budget. You know, the good side of that is here in Clinton, we do an outstanding job. We have a lot of great people that volunteer and put forth, um, you know, their time um, and, on, you know, and take care of the people in our town that need that help. Absolutely. Now for the referendum this year, how's it going to look? Right now we're in person. So um, we're hoping that it stays that there hasn't been any guidance that's come forth from the state yet. Um, I, you know, talked to Carl, you know, town manager, Carl, yep. Carl Kilduff and, and speak to him, you know, regularly as it relates to that, just to make sure if there's any updates coming down, you know, that we'll, we'll be able to get it out. But as of right now, it'll be an in-person vote. Um, you know, so hopefully that will, you know, uh, be a little bit more beneficial as well for people. But again, you know, it, it's going to be a difficult situation. Do people feel comfortable or not comfortable, you know, coming in and voting in person? So, um, you know, we'll have to just see how it plays out. I believe the vote is sometime in May. It is May. May, if I'm not mistaken, 7th, I believe. But yes, it'll be in May. I was going to say. And then tomorrow night, hopefully we can, you know, we'll have the public hearing if there's no adjustments to be made or anything that the, the council would like to, you know, to change on the, on, the, um, on the budget, we'll go forth and we'll be voting on that in May. Speaking of the town council, how are things going on the council? Um, we're going good. I mean, you know, we're working on what we need to work on. Um, you know, there's some, th some things that'll be coming down. Um, I know everybody's talking about the Pearson school locally here to find out, you know, kind of what's going on. And unfortunately we have discussed it as a council, but it's being discussed right now because it's real estate, uh, in executive session. So there's nothing really that we can talk to the public about right now. Exactly. Um, there's some things that we as a council have been, and will continue to, um, discuss what's going to happen with the Pearson school going forward. So, there's some other factors that play into that, uh, some things on the state level as it relates to the deed restrictions that exist on that building. Mm -hmm. So we, we kind of have to, you know, set in place, kind of have a better idea of what we want to do with the building, whether it's something that we feel the town should keep um, and deal with it on our own, or if we should sell it um, and have somebody come in and develop it for us. So, you know, those are options A and options B, and you're going to have people on both sides, and it's not going to be, you know, I I'm sure it's going to be a very hot topic when it comes to that. Um, every, a lot of people have a lot of ideas what we do with that building, mm -hmm. um, and I understand all that, but, you know, we need to make sure that we, you know, get the message out to the people that they understand if we keep the building, then it's tax revenue that we will not generate as a town. And then if something goes in there that we would like, um, you know, we would have to, to maintain it. And so, you know, those expenses uh, will be on the town side. Those expenses will go up every year. So, you know, those are the things that you have to look at the bigger picture, um, you know, so, and it's hard. I, I know people have very passionate opinions on that building, you know, but we also can't restrict, you know, it would be hard to restrict a developer to come in and say, hey, listen, we'd like to sell you the building, but we need you to do this. Right. <laughs> um, right. That's, you know, that's probably not going to happen. So, um, you know, but again, if you get the right developer, you know, the facade of the building is, is very important to people in town. I, and I'm fully on board with that, um, you know, changing the outside structure of the building. The, the building overall is in great shape. Uh, the windows are great. The, you know, the inside is kept clean because the town maintains it. So, um, you know, DPW, you know, maintains the building, cleans the building on a regular basis. So, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, the building is in good shape. The bones are good, as they say. Hey, speaking of buildings, what's going on with the old Morgan property? Nice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's some timetables that have been set in place from the developer uh, in Big Y, and that's why it's moving at the pace it is. Yeah. Um, you know, we were lucky that we kind of, once the council was seated and, and, and we had Carlin and, and working, you know, to getting that to a final contract and, and get it to the closing table, uh, that we were able to do that as quickly as we could. Uh, that being said, now he's, you know, um, he's out there going gangbusters because he has to meet these deadlines. And, you know, they're hoping that by the end of, 
the fall end of this year that uh, there'll be an, a grand opening for the big Y. Um, as of right now, the other only other confirmed um, business on that property is going to be the Starbucks. Okay. So right now that's what's confirmed. Um, I know okay. a lot of people have opinions and are saying, you know, kind of what's going in, what's not going in. But as of right now, that's what we can say. We can say that confirmed is uh, Starbucks will be going in. Developers already announced that. Anything else right now, he's still in negotiations, you know, with whomever. Um, and then, you know, when those are, you know, solidified and the contracts and the leases are signed, then we'll, we'll you know, put more information out there. But I mean, the communication, no, that, that the communications have been great between the developer and the town. So Carl's been in contact with them. So then on a regular basis, he knows kind of what's going on. Um, you know, Carl gives updates on this, um, on our meetings that we have, um, you know, twice a month. So people want to kind of, you know, know more about, you know, a lot of times, well, we don't know what's going on, you know, and, and such, you know, whether this would be an in-person meeting or, or a virtual meeting, these are the times that I think that, you know, we need to make sure people in town come out and they listen. And, you know, when the meetings, we have meetings in person, you know, uh, the attendance wasn't always the greatest, but, you know, we want to try to build that up so people come out, they hear what, you know, they hear the right message. You know, right now you get a lot of people saying, well, we would like this, we would like that, this is what's going and it couldn't be further from the truth. So we want to make sure that, you know, that we get that message out so people understand what's going on. Um, and then so there's, you know, everybody knows, you know, there's no, you know, there's no backdoor, you know, decisions yeah, right. being made. There's nothing, you know, I'm doing, saying or anything. It's basically, you know, we're, we're moving forward in, in a great time for our town. I mean, our town is, you know, there's a lot of development going on. You can see it all over the place. Um, and it's a great time to live in Clinton. Now, so. who is the developer of the old Morgan property? Greylock Properties. Okay. Yep. yep. So, and they've had other developments that they have, you know, uh, in the state. Um, Ken Navarro is the, is the is the individual that's in contact with the town and deals with that. And uh, again, he's been great. And uh, you know, there's been some things that we've asked, you know, like giving away the bricks. A lot of people wanted bricks in town from the old Morgan. Um, you know, so you know, he was nice enough to kind of give them to us. And what people yep. needed to understand is they make money on that. So they sell, you know, the debris that comes off of those buildings when they right. do it. So. Um, you know, but he's not, you know, nice enough to do it and came back and said, if you need some more, I'll give you some more. Um, so that relationship is, is, uh, is very good. And, uh, we look forward to it on, you know, long-term basis because his project isn't, his project a long-term project. Um, you know, there's all the other, other properties that are going to, I mean, other, uh, stores that will go in there. And then there's also the talk of the, uh, the hotel, which mm -hmm. is at some point down the road as well. So that's still on the table. Um, the housing that was originally going to happen in the back of the, uh, Property is no longer going to be there, so there's going to be no housing. Oh, okay. Um, so, but you know, he's going to, you know, he'll continue to build, and it's going to be a long-term project. So, uh, we look forward to, you know, maintaining that relationship as we go forward. I actually have one of the bricks from the old property. See, and you didn't have to pay for it. I know. I, I mean, know. I could have charged you. I mean, I should have charged you. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My mom brought me over. She's like, I brought you home a present. I'm like. <laughs> What wow, and you, got a, and you got a brick. Huh? I'm like, she, she's like, I brought you a brick from the old high school. I'm like, thanks, Ma. Okay, what am I going to do, do with this? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, hey, Chris, what, what, else, what else is going on in town? Um, well, I mean, as she, if you drive, you know, anywhere around town, there's stuff going on all over. Um, and that's the exciting part about, you know, being here in town. Um, we're still working. Obviously, some of the new developments that are going in across from the old friendlies. Yep. Uh, there's a commercial uh, residential development going over there. Mm -hmm. That property is went up in no time at all. A uh, couple lots down on the same side of the street. Uh, Mike Milano was putting in another property over there with some apartments. Um, so that's being developed as well. 
Um, so there's a lot of great things that are going on. Van Wilgen's across the street um, in the old Cashman building. That's going to go in. They're saying probably the fall now. Um, but that property is going to be, you know, um, being developed and, and, and changed over so that Van Wilgen's will have um, the store there. Okay. You know, so those are the exciting things, the important things. We, we have a, um, a state grant that Carl had um, applied for. Okay. Um, and it is for um, the facades of, the, of some of the downtown buildings. Okay. So we were awarded $125,000 on that grant. Ooh. And um, it, it, we work in conjunction with the owners of the properties. One of the big problems I think that we have in town is that, you know, there's absentee owners in some of these properties. Right. So, you know, we have, you know, restaurants or stores that, that, uh, that are there, but those aren't the, you know, they're proprietors and they're not the owners of the building. So we have to then reach out and the EDC is doing a great job uh, as it relates to that, reaching out to the owners of the building, uh, you know, to ask them for some support in what we're going to be doing going forward. Cool. Christian, so. would you mind sticking around for, for another segment? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Oscar the Grouch here to tell you, yeah, you, to wear a mask out in public around other people. Sure, it'll keep you healthy, but more importantly, I won't have to see your happy, smiling face. <sighs> and if you don't want to wear a mask, I've just got one thing to tell you. Scram! Go away! <sighs> Caring for each other because we are all in this together. So wear a mask and have a rotten day, will ya? <sighs> Spending time outdoors has never felt more valuable. Whether it's exploring nature or relaxing in your yard, let's do it responsibly. Before going out, check for closures and fire restrictions. Practice social distancing, even when outside and on the trail. Back at home with burning yard debris, keep your pile small. And no matter where you are, be sure to properly extinguish any outdoor fire. Drown, stir, drown, feel. We're all in this together. Help keep our safe places safe. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Chris Anaskovich, who's the chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome back. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, pal. Nice commercial. I, guess I was going to say, is that what you were laughing about? Yeah, that was. That's okay. nice. <laughs> you like those, huh? I do. Exactly. Now, now, Chris, let's talk about one of the things we didn't talk about in the first segment. How is the town manager? How's Carl? He's good. Um, you know, first time town manager is always difficult, obviously. Yep. Um, you got to kind of, you're coming in, you got to get a lay of the land. Um, you know, so it's kind of difficult for him. Year one, a lot of the stuff that, that he kind of worked on was just stuff that was cleaning up. I right. think the difficult thing that some people have, you know, you know, getting a hold of or taking a grasp of is the fact that, you know, this is a professional manager that this is what he's done. He's done this for 20 plus years. And this is how, you know, they operate. They run a town, Absolutely. you know, as it relates to having a, you know, first selectman form of government, it's different. I mean, because you have, you know, if, you, if there's no continuity at that at that seat, then things are going to change. And so for the last, you know, four years, you had Willie, then you had Bruce, now you get Christine. And, you know, you, there was a lot of change over. So just when they're ready to kind of do things, you know, um, you know, things may change again. So that was the difficult thing. Um, that existed. So when he comes in first year, he's basically cleaning up and making sure that, you know, we were doing things the right way. Because unfortunately, there were a lot of things in town that, that, you know, we weren't doing the right way and we weren't doing them <laughs> the right way for a long time. Yeah, right. um, you know, and, and no, no fault. I mean, there's no fingers being pointed, you know, so, you know, people need to understand that that's kind of where his mindset was for the first you know, good year and, and still working it to this day. Um, you know, so, 
you know, as he comes in and, and you know, tries to change the mentality and, and kind of how we're doing things and how you work, you know, you know, you, you want to be able to take the politics. People continue to ask, you know, they want to see him more, you know, they want to see and hear from him more. Um, and again, it's just, you know, it, it's, there's a reason why there's a town manager and then there's a reason why there's a town council. Right. I mean, that's how the form of government exists. So there's a separation between that. I think people need to need to understand that it's an apolitical position, a town manager. When, when, when a town manager's hired, we don't ask what his party affiliation is. Okay. It's not a question that's even asked. So he comes in um, as an apolitical individual that is here to run the town. And so hearing from a town manager or have him talking on specific things can make it political. Right. Um, you know, because if, if he has an opinion, let's say on something, people can have a problem with that. Yes. So that's why that gets separated in the town council are the ones that, you know, step forth and, and deal with those things. Um, you know, town manager reports to the town council. That's how it, it operates. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, the chairman of the town council, I don't have any more authority than any other council members, right. you know, in spite of what people like to, to talk about and read <laughs> and write and, you know, they're great. But, you know, unfortunately, maybe they'll find out once, you know, they're sitting in the chair at some point. Exactly. There's no more authority that I have than anybody else. No. Uh, the chairman of the town council basically is, you know, the face, basically what it says in town charter, ceremonial, you know, head of the town. Um, you know, and so, you know, should you hear from somebody, you're going to hear from a chairman. Our town council operates just like any other board or commission in any form of government. There's a reason why there's a chairman, chairwoman, chairperson on any of these boards and commissions. Because right. that is the individual that speaks on behalf of that committee. So what happens is, I, you know, and, and it's kind of confusing why people don't understand this, but you know, why would we have council members on their own going out and speaking to the public without having a conversation amongst everybody? If there's a conversation that's had amongst the council members, then we're, we're all having, you know, a discussion amongst ourselves and, and any outcome would be the outcome of the council as a whole. You have individual council members that go out and speak, you know, on behalf of the council, it becomes very confusing. So, you know, that's, that's the form of government, nothing more, nothing less. I have, you know, I don't have any authority to make any decisions uh, in this town. Um, those decisions are made by the town manager who works directly with the department heads. That's the process and that's how it works. Um, so I think people are still struggling with it. I, I really do. And I, you know, I think, um, you know, I, and that's why I push for them to get involved. If, if you want to know what's going on in, in your town and in town government, get involved, Absolutely. you know, show up to a meeting. You know, we have meetings every, you know, one in the morning, one at night, twice a month, every Wednesday, we're here. You know, at this point now, we're, you know, we're posting on our Facebook page, on our, it's always on our website. We're posting when we have our meetings with the links so people can show up and, you know, and, and see what's going on. If they want to see kind of what, what, you know, what, you know, what's our money worth? What are we getting for from paying the town manager? Show up and you'll hear his manager's report and you'll see exactly what he works on on a daily basis. Absolutely. You know, he has a lot of involvement with the state. He does, you know, have contacts at the state because uh, he did work there for a period of time. So, you know, that's important for us as a town. So he's, I think he's doing a wonderful job. I think um, it's just difficult sometimes for people to understand that this this is a big change. It's a very big change, you know. So just going to have to take baby steps and get used to it. But you know, we we want to keep the the naysayers and you know the people that right. you know think that this wasn't a good deal <laughs> out to the side a little bit. Let's let's all stay focused on being positive. You know, <laughs> let's talk about the positive things that are going on in our town on a daily basis. You know, we're doing great things. We have a great town. You know, our vaccine program, when, you know, we set up um, services at Town Hall, Michael yep. Neff set it up, brought in three volunteers, and they helped people, 
that were having difficulty getting registered. They helped them with the VAM system, got them registered, got them appointments. You know, those are the positive things that we need to see. Those are the people in our town that we have to promote and show that, you know, people that, you know, don't live here, what a great town we are. You know, and they, and they don't ask for anything. You know, they don't ask for any accolades. They don't ask for any pat on the back. You know, they just want to come out and help. Um, you know, families helping families, you know, the, you know, mm -hmm. the human services, all the things that we have in this town are outstanding. You know, we have a lot of things that, that are in place where we can help the individuals that live in our town and, and have them li live comfortably, even though they might be struggling at, at, a, at a period of time. So, you know, those are the things that I want to kind of stay focused on and keep everybody talking about, you know, the, the politics, let's say, of it all, I'm good with. I'm, exactly. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm going to jump on. My, I'm going to jump on my soapbox here for a second. What do you got? As long as I don't fall off it, I'm okay. <laughs> See, hey, now, as far as town council meetings go, yeah, rumor yeah. has it you can watch them on television. Really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Tell me about it. You can, <laughs> on the same venue we are right here, Peter. Right. Uh, Valley Shore. So they basically, they are. They um, started, uh, well, almost two years now, probably, where you guys have been filming and, and, uh, and posting all of our meetings. So that's mm -hmm. another venue that, that we were glad to have and we continue to have. And Absolutely. I think it's an outstanding way for, for everybody, once again, to, you know, to view the meetings that we have. So, right. you know, we're, we're doing what we can. We appreciate all the help that you've given us and, and the, Absolutely. you know, the, the, um, the ability for people to, to join, to see, and, and to hear what's going on. And uh, those are important things because people, Absolutely. you know, I mean, if you have questions, your questions get answered by going to meetings and showing up and listening and hearing what's what's going on. And that's, you know, I guess the, the most difficult thing is, you know, we're a municipality and, and I want to keep it a municipality. You take the politics away from any of this because none of that matters in our town. Right. This isn't state, you know, th this is our town. And the decisions that the council should be making, you know, should be based upon, you know, the benefit for the town as a whole, you know, and, and having, you know, Valley Shore there to, to kind of promote that and to put that out there so people can see that's what we want to get. We want the positive messages. Our meetings, you know, we, we, we stay away from the negative negativity in our meetings. We are, yep. We're positive. I want to keep it structured and focused on what we're going to do going forward. What's happened in the past, who doesn't like who, right. you know, you're this party, you're that party. I don't care. I no. mean. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I don't sit there and promote what party I'm from no, at any of our meetings, not. and it doesn't matter. I'm you know, very apolitical when I'm sitting in that chair, and, and as it should be. So, you know, we want to help and continue to promote that uh, in our town, and you guys are doing a great job helping with that. Thank you. Now, okay, Chris, tell me this. Are, we, are you guys at the Town Council Forum of Government still meeting virtually, or are we going to go to in-person meetings sometime down the road? Well, I sure hope we go to in-person <laughs> meetings sometime down the road. Um, yeah, so we're still virtual. Um, there is no timetable, unfortunately, for when we'll go to live meetings. Oh, I think, um, you know, we'll play it by ear is basically how it's going. If there's some, you know, stuff, you know, that, that we can we can do. Um, and that's the hard thing. You know, there's, there's things that you want to do as a town council. And virtually, sometimes it's just difficult, right. you know, because you're not in person. And it's easier to, to obviously, to... Um, to have a meeting when you're all in person sitting in a chair and, you know, somebody's next to you and it's easier to control that right. meeting when people like to talk and then things get missed. And then it's so, you know, we'll do the best we can with what we have right now. Hopefully some guidance will come soon and we can throw on some masks and walk into a building and sit down six feet apart and, and talk. <laughs> now, how often do you guys meet? We meet uh, the first Wednesday of every month is a morning meeting at 8 a.m. Okay. And then our second meeting 
two weeks from that is the evening meeting. Oh. So twice a month, um, you know, whether we have special meetings, sometimes, you know, that exists. This Wednesday, we'll have our morning meeting, uh, and then the public hearing special meeting will be in the evening. So uh, we'll have a full day of uh, excitement on Wednesday. So we've got, a, we've got a little bit more time left. So what else do we want to talk about what's going on in town? Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think we have to just talk about kind of, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you got the, you know, the kids that were out there, the student athletes from the Morgan School, I think they deserve a lot of credit as well. I mean, they were, you know, this past season, you know, fall uh, and winter sports actually were, uh, you know, they were able to play, they were able to get on the courts, the basketball, the boys basketball team undefeated won, you know, the Shoreline Championship the first that. time in forever. And, you know, so that's great. The fencing team, um, men's and women had some championships uh, that they won in their conference. So. You know, those sports were all able to get out there. And I think these kids have been up a lot, of, you know, you know, up against it a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm glad for the seniors that were able to, you know, get out there uh, and compete for their final year because it was hard for them. Um, luckily, going into spring, that'll happen as well. You know, those are the kind of things that, you know, you, that, I'm, that I feel is important to promote as well. You know, um, you know, a lot of those things are good for our town. It's good to, you know, the, the parents were able to get out to, to one of the games uh, at the end of the season for the boys, um, you know, so that was important, you know, so, you know, those are things that in the town that we're trying to do, hopefully, um, you know, as we come closer to prom season and we come closer to graduation, we can be as, as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, the most important thing that, you know, that there's a lot of talk going on is the graduation. So hopefully the guidance will, will lead us down that path where these kids can have a, uh, a graduation, you know, like they, like they've had in the past. So now, are, they, are they all in, in Clinton or are they doing remote learning? In Clinton, they are in school. Um, and again, you know, the, the same thing again, though. I mean, you know, you get the positives and then you're out for a few days. You're in for it's, it's just it's very confusing and it's hard. Yeah, and it's hard for everybody. And that's why, you know, it's it's difficult. It's difficult for kids at that age to be to not have structure. And if they don't have structure, it just becomes kind of crazy sometimes. So, Absolutely. you know, that's hard and, and you understand it. Same for the teachers. You know, teachers are going through the same stuff. Um, you know, but luckily, you know what, the vaccinations are coming through. Hopefully mm -hmm. this will solve a lot of our problems and uh, we can get back to normalcy very soon. Cool. Chris Anaskovich, we're out of time, so I want to thank you for coming down and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Chris. I'll be having Chris Anaskovich. I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. And we'll see you next time.